dinosaurs. Hey, you like Pez? It looks like that has Heaney from the boundary line. He's an expert at these. Hello and welcome to Behind the Boundary Podcast. I'm your host, Pez. I'm here with Sauce and uh, we couldn't record last night, unfortunately. So uh, the morning drive to work for all you loyal listeners wouldn't have been as good. But uh, Sauce has uh, just said, mate, I'm not coming, not coming tonight. And then he uh, sent a second message. Uh, might have broke, might have broke my ankle. What's going on, Sauce? Yeah, hi guys. Um, I haven't broken the ankle, which is good, but... Uh with all the, the excitement of the Olympics, I just got into the, 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 the sporting mode last <laughs> night. Went out to a, a local um, establishment that uh, a couple of the boys go for a social runaround for some indoor soccer pairs. And legal? Uh, it's all COVID legal, legal. All legal. COVID legal. We've got a little sign-up sheet, and uh, it's, it's actually a great system there. The boys have been doing it for over 30 years, Pez, and uh, basically you rock up on the night. They pick the teams like sort of uh, pick them, very similar to the three-on-three uh, um, Olympic basketball. And uh, yeah, yeah, you go for a I, run around. But mate, I'll tell you where there's one place you don't want to be injured is a social sport. <laughs> yeah, but do, do you want it even worse, Pez? So we're, we're 10 minutes into the game, nil nil. I uh, have a shot on goal, miss the shot, run over to get the corner. Wait, you missed the, the shot. Missed the Oh, that, that played a different sound before when you pressed it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, good start. Uh, well, the miss, miss, missing shots. Fremantle was mentioned in that. Uh, yep. That's very similar. But So I missed the shot on goal, run over to the corner, put the ball on the uh, the, the, the edge of the, or the corner of the, the ground and uh, take a step back, Pez, and crack. You hear this massive crack. All the boys thought I'd done my Achilles. I slipped on the edging of the um, left foot goes back to take the, the strike. Uh, actually, I don't even know. Probably just to, to stop. And I roll my ankle inside and outside. And I, um, well, we're waiting for swelling to go down at the moment. Uh, the ankle looks, uh, someone described it as uh, pumpkin soup. <laughs> so well, it's ev- pretty everyone's, everyone's thoughts right now, just soft. Oh mate, soft. It's, it's couldn't get to the show last night. Couldn't. couldn't well, I, I probably could have, but I was a little bit drugged up uh, <laughs> after getting them to try and manipulate it back into place. And uh, so some torn ligaments there, probably guaranteed. And they're looking to see on Monday with an ultrasound to see if I've actually popped the ligaments. But let's get on uh, enough with the social sport, Pez. Let's get on to the real sport. Oh my Not AFL. Goodness. The Olympic Games. Do I love Woo. the Olympic Games. The Olympic Games have been amazing, Pez. Do I love the Olympic Games? Not so much Channel 7's coverage because oh. uh, Channel 7, if you just watch Channel 7, they'll oh, just show replays all day. If of you Australia. love the swimming, if you love the swimming, yeah. you love the uh, Channel because, 7. And because Australia, obviously, the women have been really good in the swimming, winning yep. lots of gold medals and things like that. But I, I love watching sports that I like, and any, any sport that I like to learn about is absolutely amazing. And uh, a few sports just got introduced source uh, skateboarding, which you see a lot of uh, tumbles. Yeah, a couple of stacks. A lot of stacks. Surfing, which uh, the bloke, I've never seen anyone more happy to win a bronze medal. Uh, how how it, good was it's that? It's got to be one of the best things to do, though. Like, not, not, not win a bronze medal, but because you don't really win a silver. You lose a silver, but you win a bronze. Yeah, and oh, surfing, got, in basketball you do, in, in, in those team sports oh, In the sports team sports, but, but I think if it's very rare that they're in a, you're in a position to win the gold from the bronze position. Yeah, it's, it's tough. In the weightlifting you are. In the weightlifting. How good is the weightlifting, Pez? Mate, the weightlifting, if you have not watched the weightlifting, jump, get on, in, it, jump, jump on, on the it. replays and just give it, give it a watch because there's so much strategy involved. They've got the, the snatch and then they've got the clean and jerk and there's so much technique involved in it. And if they stuff up by an inch, they, they don't get the lift and they've got three attempts. It's just 
absolutely beautiful. You watch the coaches, you watch the reactions. Uh, you get a lot of lot of the powder on the bar, and oh, it's it's just amazing sauce. It is, Pez. And uh, if you if you if you haven't jumped on already, you've got plenty of time because they've only gone through the sixty three kilos, the and the seventy. I think they're up to the seventy three kilos. That was they, the last one. The they men's. did the seventy three of the men's. So, uh, um, if you want, you want some. You want to see athletes at peak. Eighty six kilo in the men's. Oh, <laughs> that is big. It's so good. But uh, go back and watch the replay of the seventy three kilos. You had a, you had a world record, the Olympic record. They call it because they're not allowed to call it the world record, but uh, the Olympic record, a world record for the combined. Yeah, oh yeah, the combined. So three hundred sixty four kilos combined. But go watch. The Chinese bloke, and oh my god, two hundred ninety-eight kilos in the clean and jerk, and and whew, in weight. I, I know we're a podcast about our football, but in the weightlifting source, you do not go out if you if you 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 put a weight out. Yeah, you put your first weight out. If you've got your weight twenty kilos over the first guy, you don't go out until everyone else is lifted because yeah. your weight's so high. And his first lift, it, he went out after everyone. He went out last, and. Uh, just held the world record already, and he was an absolute beast. Unus- unusual territory for him, though, because he didn't finish up. Normally, yeah, he actually had to wait on someone else to have uh, an attempt because he failed his second lift, so he was unable to actually finish. So normally, the last couple of uh, world championships and stuff, he's finished off the – and all he has to do is basically beat uh, the next person underneath him by one. In this case, he was second, so he went big or went home, and he went for the Olympic record on uh, the second last lift of the night, and, oh, spectacle. Look, it's very interesting, and uh, – 63 kilo sauce you would have seen that in the in the men's and uh it was very disappointing for me because the the chinese man he he killed it he he won it easily he lifted 187 kilos in the in the clean and jerk which was an olympic record the the world record was 188 and he had his second attempt got the 187 secured the gold medal and then said no attempt for the third yeah, you gotta go. No, for you gotta it. go for it. Unless he's unless he's injured or something, which he didn't look like he was. He's uh, yeah, not injured. Go he lifted it easily, so he could have got the world record, and he should have. So a little bit disappointed. A little bit disappointed. Do you know who was disappointing, Pez? Who wasn't disappointing? I should say. Who the, was disappointing? Rugby sevens Australian oh, team. Any of the Australian teams? <laughs> the the, the, the uh, women's soccer who got flogged by uh, the US. And the got, Australian basketball team is still in. Oh, yeah, um, yep. undefeated and, uh, and uh, going. Baines has gone well. down though. Gone down in the bathroom. Yeah. He's, he's done a, He's done a sauce. He's uh, he's stepped over. He's done his ankle and he's uh he's no he's done his neck. He's out for out for the rest of the tournament. So big ask for them. But they're they're two and zero in the in the tournament. They've beaten the uh, the Italians and uh, Nigeria who yeah, struggled high- against the Italians. Oh, they did. But you got some you know some pretty sharp shooters with the Italians. But who wasn't disappointing, Perry? Anyone participating in the three on three basketball? Oh. Men's, women's, Latvia were unreal taking out the gold medal. If you are not accustomed to this sport, jump on the three on three basketball. It's incredible. We've never spectacle. watched it before. Never, yeah, no, never no. watched it. And then also, because we're a, a cheeky pump podcast here, it is very easy to make some so money on the three and three basketball so, so with, easy. The, with the lines they have and things like that. But my favorite team out of the whole thing, Source, Latvia won the gold medal. Russia got the silver in the men's. My favorite team was the women's French team. I loved watching the women's French team. Really? <laughs> oh, I did. Wow, and they didn't—they didn't even medal pairs. No, they got—they finished fourth. Yep, so they didn't medal. But I really they lost, enjoyed, lost to China in the bronze medal match. I really enjoyed watching their games. It was uh, very entertaining. I, I liked uh, the the big lady there, and then uh, <laughs> the, big, the big lady. Oh, well, she was tall. She was tall. She was. Yeah, I know. Uh, very they, good. They were very. They were very tall. And then that, I think her name was uh, Grop, Gropia or something. She was very good. Very well, good player. What I liked about the the FIBA the three on three, or the, not the FIBA, sorry, the three on three um, Olympic sport is that it's basically described as the street version of the sport. So not only is it a take, a taken sort of page out of the twenty twenty cricket, this this quick, fast sort of motion, first to twenty one, or high score after ten minutes, is they let them play. Oh. And they just, they just foul Look, the shit out of if them. If you if you try and foul them when they're trying to get to the basket, they'll call it. 
But if if you oh, go up, sometimes they won't. That that one in the the gold medal match pairs where I think it was um, Russia in the women's could have taken it out, and uh, they there was a huge foul on that play. Pairs. No, if you go up, there's a lot of contact, and you won't get called for it. But uh, a lot of teams, Serbian team, very aggressive, uh, disappointing. Serbian team were in 10 fouls after three minutes. <laughs> going in as number one rank and, and going that. But uh, a lot of listeners probably uh, weren't watching the 3-3 three three basketball. But uh, congratulations to Latvia and, and Krumans who had to sit on the bench because 35-year-old, he just wasn't doing it in the gold medal match. Every game before that, he was fantastic. Yeah. But gold medal match, no good. But, no good. So uh, congratulations to Latvia winning the gold medal against the Russians. And Pez, I'm not one to, to talk about... Uh, Posting a a, a winner's slip and not the bet slip, but we, you and I, after watching day one, did call Latvia very early, and they were ranked <laughs> number three in the world. And I wish we jumped on Twitter, and maybe we should have next time, next Olympics, uh, run a, an Olympic podcast, pairs, because we, we've made some coin on this <laughs> this pod, this bar on on the Olympics, pairs. I, I don't know if it is, but um, live live news here, sauce. This is not usual because we are doing it on game night. Big news ahead of tonight's game. The AFL's tweeted out: Paddy Ryder, Achilles, has been replaced by Paul Hunter. So that is big. Throw news. throw my bet out the window for that I've that I've had for the cheeky punt pod because Paddy Ryder is an absolute uh, machine and and should be in the side. But Cooper Sharman uh, and and Mark Murphy are the medical subs as well. So a little bit of info there. But Paddy Ryder is not playing. So Paddy Ryder and Royal Marshall uh, are not a duo tonight. Very Ooh. disappointing for me. Very disappointing. To read that. And that does remind us that we are running an AFL podcast. Oh, so geez. thanks for that live yeah. update, Pez. Uh, yep. One last sport before we we move on. Rugby sevens. Yep. Now, we've talked about rugby sevens a couple of times on the show in the past where we talked about our betting, and I think yep. we actually talked about the, the World Cup of the, we the got, rugby sevens. We got into the rugby sevens in the 2016 Rio Olympic Games because yep. the time zone was Three o'clock in the morning in my uh, man cave, about 30 games, years Games now. over in 15 minutes. You Best. can have a bet. Your bet's over. It's quick. It's, it's fast. Go. There's a lot of hits, and uh, yeah. You, you, the, the tournaments are the best though Because it's like 10 games within What What's that 15 minutes so oh, A few hours A couple of hours yeah. and, and you just just Yeah Make oh, money we, We've been into it You make money very 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 easily Congratulations to the Fijian team Who won the gold medal Against New Zealand oh, uh, uh, Australia men's team I'm sorry But the fumbles that you guys made You were very very disappointing uh, in that competition of the Olympics, and I, and I know the humidity is up, and people will make excuses of that like, but the humidity is up for both teams. Yep, it was careless passing, careless fumbles, and some of them were un, like not even no pressure, no, no pressure. And yeah. I guess you know in tennis where you say unforced errors, yeah, a lot of unforced errors from Australia this That's tournament good were that unforced errors, and we should bring that into the bar, um, to the footy a little bit more yep. because it was not even perceived pressure pairs, open lines, and mm-hmm. just fumbling the ball, and uh, really disappointing because. At the start of the tournament, you would have expecting us to be playing for the for probably a bronze medal. You know, probably tackling maybe you know, the Great Brits or, Look, or Argentina that, uh, or Australia Rugby Sevens. They were up twelve nil at halftime against the New Zealand, uh, the Kiwis, who won the silver medal, and they lost fourteen to 12. 14, 12. and not in the second half. In the last four minutes. Yep. It was pretty disgusting. Uh, it was very, very upsetting. And I'll be honest, Piers, not un-Australian, but a lot of the team sports, take out take out the, the boomers and the, and the women's, you know, Australian basketball team. Look, they're, the they're Opals lost to, lost to Belgium by the hockey, yeah. the hockey, The hockey, they've been all Hockey's right. Been uh, but the, the soccer, the, the rugby sevens in both male and female, because the females lost today, that was a bit, bit disappointing. Yeah, they're, they're still in it though. So they they've, they've got it. a chance against Fiji soon, but I think Fiji are pretty good good in that. They've just been a bit disappointing, some of the Aussie teams. Um, but... Yeah, let's let's get on to uh, our first segment of night, Pez. We are going to run things a little bit different because we did want to talk about uh, the Olympics, and you could hear how passionate, how much we love it. And, and oh, if you're a fan of the show, you love sport. I'm guessing, not just AFL, hopefully. And 
Yeah, let's get into our first segment of the night, Pez. And you've played with my little... Uh, <laughs> no, I didn't play you with have, it. because you I, were looking for the sounds before. You played with it because I tried to press that button and it didn't work. Let's get into the first segment of the night. Mate, the Saints-Carlton match is on tonight. We're ready to go, so let's get straight into it. We have the massive news tonight, which uh, Behind the Boundary podcast probably called two years ago, but Alistair Clarkson has walked from his contract after two weeks ago saying, I'm, I'm here, I'm committed to um, you know mentoring Sam Mitchell next year. Sam Mitchell, you're overtaking this week because Alistair Clarkson's out the door and uh, he's available to any other team around the competition, best coach in the last 20 years. Yeah, and uh, the way this segment works is you pick big win for big news, little win for, for little news. And, Pez, this is a big win for all the rest of the AFL community. It's it's a little win for this podcast oh. because we called this last week. We Look, said that then he's not he's not going at the end of the year. You say big win, little win here? It's a little win because everyone knew this was happening. Yeah. Everyone well, I mean, we called it, it last week, Pez. We said that these, these succession plans don't work. And within three days, they had a mediation session, which is crazy that they didn't have that beforehand. Yep. And then for that to come out and, you know, Clarkson say, I'm not talking about Sam Mitchell. I don't want to talk about him in any of our press conferences. Ask me questions. You, you've got to ask the loyal listeners out here, who is the team that we think Alistair Clarkson would be perfect at? You have to know who it is. Who is it, Sauce? Oh, it's, the, it's GWS Giants, Pez. And actually now it, it's a bit of a mixed signal for me because the big win for them is actually them not making finals. Because if they make finals, they're going to probably go, Lee and Cameron another go. If they miss out with that list... Alistair Clarkson steps in. Everyone knows there's been talks of Carlton and Collingwood and all these other teams. Nah, he needs to be with a ready-made list. You know what Someone I that you can buy now? into. Bang, finals. I would think about right now, Liam Cameron out the door today. Clarko coming in coach this week. Why not? What, <laughs> well, why the hell not? Like, he obviously... got to be brutal in We've this talked league. about it many times. He doesn't have the playing group. And, and this is all about Clarko and, and, and Hawthorne's the way that they've handled this situation, Piers. But surely this... this this, this is the time to do it. Late in the season, in finals contention. Hawthorne gave him a free pass. <laughs> they gave him an absolute free pass. But I don't, I, don't, I don't understand how, surely for the rest of the, we don't see any more succession plans, Pez. This is the third one that we've seen in probably as many Look, attempts that, it, that's going to fail. It's not going to work. Mick Malthouse came out and said, I don't, I don't like it. I'm, I'm out. I'm not going to work. Alistair Clarkson said, I'm in. I'm committed. And then he's out two weeks later. So... It's not, not even two weeks later, Pez. He was literally going through the motions. He got his last oh. win. He, he told those boys that this is my last week, fellas. Let's uh, let's let's get the win. And then they go, Sam Mitchell, the reigns the, the week after against Adelaide. And they go, well, that's what you expect, lads. I'm out. It's Stop in the for mark. him. It, it's there. It's gone. Um, well, that that's all we can say about it, isn't it? Uh, GWS, perfect opportunity. Carlton will try and get him. Colin will try and get him. Because Carlton, you got to sack your coach after after last week's effort, which will which will come in in the, the third big win, little win, I'm pretty sure. Uh, but the second big win, little win source, we, we have to speak about the AFL media. Now, the AFL media, I'm going to call redundance this week because the Olympics have been on. No one's listening uh, to the AFL media. So they're trying to get things out to, to make big stories. So the AFL media have come out. One of the big stories is uh, Ben Cunnington source, uh, testicular cancer and uh, a bit of a, a tumour removed. Ask for his privacy, but if he's asked for his privacy, why are people uh, putting it out there? I mean, the statement was straight from North Melbourne, Pez. Due to the sensitive nature of the news, we ask the same level of respect and privacy be afforded to Ben's wider family, friends, teammate, coaches, and staff. Pretty, pretty, End pretty, that. pretty, pretty standard. Respond. It's all about respect, and you, the media lost a lot of respect from a lot of people this week, and it's not something that you can continually go on about. 
And I'm glad that we're not talking about the story, Pez, because to me, this is not big news that the media no. uh, are assholes. It is really, really big news that during this Olympic time that they've taken that sort of route to, to, to sort try of and to try and build a story out of something. It's, 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 it's disappointing. It's disappointing. It, it is very disappointing. And uh, we can probably leave it at that because that's all I want to talk a, about. AFL media are, are done with that. That's um, actually, actually we, we, our best wishes go out to, to Ben Cunnington and all his family and in the North Melbourne football club. Um, I'm actually spewing that they're playing Geelong this week because it's, uh, he's one of the spiritual leaders there and they'll be getting Absolute behind gun. him and, uh, it's really disappointing because he's a he's a um, a warrior of our game. The way he plays his footy, I know that he's going to attack this 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 cancer aspect the same way. Look, I never thought I'd say this thing on a podcast, but if you're a bloke out there and you're listening, have a feel, have a check, go to the doctors if you're in any doubt. I'm going to leave that there, Pez. I would love to make a joke, but you are. It is a very serious matter. Make sure it you is. get your your prostate uh, checked as well as uh, all your, all your male parts and anyone out there actually listeners as well. So let, let's move on to the next one, Pez. Yeah. All right. So the the big win, little win here, Sauce. What what we thought we'd do tonight is uh, round 19. It was a big is a big one. Both of us. We're going to choose a big winner, and we're going to choose a big loser. So we're going to talk about four games here because we have to choose different games, Sauce. So I'll, I'll throw it over to you. Biggest winner of the round. Biggest winner for me of the round, uh, and maybe I'm taking the easy route here, is the Western Bulldogs. Um, they were coming up against a team in Melbourne who hadn't lost any against any top eight side. They were challenged going late into the game. They took a risk at selection. They went very tall and it paid off. Uh, I think they have to go into September now with a little bit more confidence. Um, obviously, we, we don't sort of see, or we don't, you know, a lot of people don't see nor, um, Melbourne or Western Bulldogs as true contenders because they haven't been there before. But in terms of the right direction, they they so up top spot. They, they're definitely going to get a top four finish now. They've knocked off Melbourne, who hadn't lost to a top eight side. They were challenged late, and they were able to step up. They're young guns. Um, you know, Yuga Hagen, he had a couple of goals and a really important goal in some important times. So, maybe the big winner of the, the Western Bulldogs, unfortunately. Yeah, well, because <laughs> you called Melbourne, I called the Bulldogs, yeah, and yeah. Uh, it was all it good. Was a big, it was a big win, though, Pez. It was all good in the end. It was a big win. Now, not many other big wins, and I wouldn't say this is a big win, more of a big loss, but I'm going to use it as my big win source to speak about it, is um, the GWS Giants. Huge not, win. Well, it is a huge win, but we, we called it. We... We thought, um, Essendon, you're a poor side. You're, you're up by, what, 16, 18 points against GWS. GWS just, you know, mosey on in and, and come back. Lockie, Lockie Whitfield, an absolute star last week um, and controlled the ball from the back line. And they were able to do it. They were able to get up by 13 points uh, comfortably in the end because they weren't uh, in trouble in the last 15 minutes to, to lose the game. So GWS head into the eight. Essendon, say goodbye to your season, which I said goodbye to before round one. Yeah, we said it in the preseason. <laughs> I mean, it's a big win for GWS Pez because they also had no 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 Toby Green as well. Oh, and that's and huge. You don't usually win with no Toby Green. Jesse Hogan had two goals. Himmelberg struggled in front of the sticks with one three, uh, but it wasn't a high scoring game. Sort of sixty six to fifty three, only uh, sixteen goals scored. So GWS were able to get nine of them and uh, get the win. Essendon, goodbye. See you later. Exactly right, Pez. <laughs> See you later. No. Sorry. Trying to multitask there, Pez, with the news, trying to get on a, a little bit for, for tonight's game because we are running it uh, very close. Let's let's switch things around. So we've picked the big winners. you got to go the big losers. Big losers then, Pez. First big loser of the week. Look, if I'm up first, the, the we know, biggest... We know where this is going. The absolute biggest loser is the Carlton Footy Club. Oh, Carlton Footy Club. Yeah, Carlton Footy Club. They've got to be the biggest loser, don't they? Well, I don't have them as the biggest loser. Why do you have them as the biggest Look, loser? I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to bank on you... I'm, I'm just going to ask you right now. Do you have West Coast as the biggest loser? No, I have St. Kilda. 
Oh, St. Kilda, good. <laughs> so <laughs> I can still speak about that game. <laughs> St. Kilda, excellent, excellent. All right. Actually, I don't, um, have, I don't have St. Kilda. Are you going to speak about that game next? I don't have the football team. Are you going to speak about that game next? See, I like, I like that we're on the fly here. <laughs> we're, we're doing the rundown as we speak. No, I'm Look, not. Go. Um, Carl, Carlton Footy Club, absolutely disgusting. Season on the line. Well, not season. We wrote them off. Season on the line, trying to, you know, stay in contention. You're playing against a North Melbourne Football Club. We've won, what, five games in the last two years. You, you've got your players in. You, you're ready to go. Um, Cripps is coming back in for a thing. Tarrant goes out as a, as a, you know, he's a good defender. And you lost. You didn't just lose. You lost by 39 points. Didn't put up a fight. North Melbourne, congratulations on the effort. They got within my 60-point line, which was absolutely amazing. They beat it by over 100 points. Um, Carlton, I don't know what else to say. When are you coming? And what are you doing? It's holes in their defence pairs. <laughs> they are just so deplorable off a turnover and in transition. And a team that you know we both probably saw challenging for for, for the eighth spot. Maybe oh, we, I didn't. we didn't have we didn't have them in the eight pairs, but we definitely have them in that nine to, to twelve mark. Look, 12, and, and that's cha- and that's challenging for the eight because, and we've spoken about this many times that they have let another opportunity go. They are now their season's done. It's come at the end of a review. Is Teague the man? You know, no. We, 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 I don't actually know whether Teague's the man or not because they haven't got the cattle. Right. They, they, question, their list isn't good enough. Question without notice, you talk about their defence. Wittering. Rate him? He's, he's, I mean, for what they've got, yeah. I mean, he's a good defender for what they've got. They haven't got anyone else. He's a good one-on-one defender, but he gets he gets thrown to the sword by everyone else in their, their midfield, not defending and not running. Uh, just with without the effort source, uh, that's absolutely disgusting. Sam Walsh has been a shining light in that club, and he will pull well in the brown low. But, yeah, but, but it's not going to mean anything. But you got him coming through, but then so like so he's made that jump. Look at that list. Who else has made that jump? I mean, we, we trying to find the crickets there, Pez, on on the soundboard, but oh. there's no one else making that jump. And you know, so you got Petrescu Seaton there. He's he's struggling, but like. So you got Sam Walsh there. So Paddy Cripps, you, you'd think he would at least not even just even if he just maintained form from last year, but he's dropped off. Look, yeah, he, he had a decent game on the weekend. He kicked three goals. He played a bit more up forward. Okay, but they lost, so it's, it's irrelevant. It's, it's irrelevant, Piz. Yeah, it's really disappointing for for Carlton. I mean, if you're looking as a, a Carlton faithful, I mean, you'd probably seeing this as a win because you're gonna get you're getting a full review, and when you're having a full review, you don't want to lose. You don't want to win games. Because you want your club really to be looked at and then go, right, what is what is wrong with our club at the moment? And there are a lot of things wrong at Carlton and it's been a problem for the last couple of years. And despite, you know, spending a lot of money over the off-season trying to, trying to to buy um, a, a, an eighth spot, and that's what they're doing, Pez. They're buying an eighth spot. It's really good for the, for the club in the long term that they're having this review and they're losing. So, I mean, yeah. Oh, big loser. Carlton fans, you'd be... Massively disappointed. Uh, you need to call a board meeting or whatever you can do with the power of your membership. But Sauce, I'm glad you're going to speak about the next game. Yeah, I mean, the Saints are the easy easy uh, loser of the week here, the biggest loser. Um, there's a range of reasons, not just the football team itself uh, not coming to, to the game. And, and just, you know, we talked about this about a month ago when they beat, uh, who did they beat? Richmond. We talked about effort, Bez. It wasn't the it was the effort wasn't there, but the the biggest loser is the the St Kilda selection committee. You called it, you sent me a message at, at three quarter time, lost it, lost the selection, and I'm going to hand ball over to you, Bez. But like Look, I I disagreed with you on the night. You did, and after watching that, the areas they got beaten <laughs> were, were the selection. I, I tell you what, and I, I told all the all you punters out there, all the listeners out there, source uh, you bet on St Kilda at two dollars ninety or whatever they were last week. I said, mate, what I are you faith. doing? They lost, this, the they lost this at selection. Bringing Paul Hunter in 
with Rowan Marshall out, and I'm really worried about tonight. We're playing a lesser club in Carlton, but they brought Paul Hunter in for Paddy Ryder, and Paddy Ryder has been absolutely amazing in the last five weeks of footy. Um, and Paddy Ryder is one of the best ruckmen I've probably ever seen play the game source. So it, it's really, really disappointing as a St Kilda fan when one player can make that much of a difference. But Rowan Marshall being out at selection last week, I just thought... You know what, we're playing over at West Coast. We, they they did well to, you know, come back and get within eight points, but they shouldn't be down that much. And uh, just in the ruck, got dominated. And Paul Hunter, nothing around the ground and, and nothing against the bloke. He's made AFL, he's playing AFL games, but you'd be better off going in there with a Jack Silvani type who's been playing in the ruck as a, as a secondary source and not having that, that big ruckman in there. Oh, um, you, you've summed it up perfectly, Pez. Their biggest loser, they lost at selection. And it's disappointing because that possibly is finals gone for, for 2021 look they possibly have, they have to win tonight and and they have to beat one of sydney or geelong uh to have to have a shot at it so uh going forward we'll do that but that sums up big win little win source and uh the game the game is on in about 30 or so minutes so let's get into our bet slip review. there's no official review how does it end we don't know they kind of lost but they won as well Pez, I have been waiting for this all week. I've hobbled in here on crutches, Pez, in good spirits, and it's the only thing, only thing that has got me out of bed, out of the <laughs> hospital. You know, I'm, I'm basically going to walk out of here, Pez, because what a week last week we had, Pez. Probably uh, probably one of the best combined weeks that we've had in, in show history. Decent week. You know, oh, decent, decent week. week. Up uh, and about, Pez. Get on there. Let's get on the review. We're already, we're already on the review, Pez. <laughs> I've already hit the button. I've already hit the button. Did you hit the bet review, not the uh, bet slip? No, no. You, you said bet slip, and uh, I, oh, what did you hit? I hit the bet review because there's no oh, chance at all, Pez. There's no chance at all, Pez, that we are not going to be talking about last week because we've talked about it all year when we do poorly. And, Pez, I'm very excited for not only the emojis that we're going to be talking about, but the winnings. Oh, the emojis. The dollar-dollar bills, Pez. <laughs> the emojis as well. Let's just get that up on Twitter, at Behind the Bound there. Uh, the round 19 cheeky punt results here. We'll go through each game first, and then we'll talk about our, our round and how it went source. So we started off with Port Adelaide versus Collingwood. Uh, I'll start off with my bet. I had Port Adelaide minus 17.5. That went out to minus 24.5 before the bounce source. So that was an absolutely amazing line there. I had Travis Boak to get 20-plus in his 300th game, and I had Ollie Wines to get 25-plus. So he did that. It was a really easy bet there for 234. Max 50, 107 in return. Happy for the start of the round. It's a great way to start the round, Pez. Mine, uh, two out of three legs, not so bad. Uh, so I had the line. Travis spoke to 25. He had an absolute stellar. And a um, couple of missed opportunities in front of goal. So unable to get a snag. And he's in I reckon his, he had uh, three, three good opportunities yeah. to kick a goal and he, and he didn't get it. So, so no, no win, no bonus bet because it no was loss. a bonus bet, but no loss either. There you go. Next game is uh, Carlton North. I see you had no bet there, Sauce. And I, I thought, you know what, I've had a big start to the round. Pez, what did, Cal- we, what did we talk about last week about staying away from this game? I, I said to stay away in, we, in we the said pod. Away. And then I said, you know what, I can't can't help myself. I'm going to chuck 25 on Carlton. Minus eight and a half. Uh, surely they can do it against the North. And they couldn't do it. I'm, I'm glad to lose my $25 in... Uh, uh, Carlton lose to North because uh, <laughs> that was no good and one of, one of my only red crosses for the round. All right, we get on to the Brisbane versus uh, the Gold Coast Suns, the Q clash, and I had a, a max stake on Jared Lyons to get 25, McLeod to get 20, and Birch to get 15. They all saluted their pairs, so it wasn't a max bet. Sorry, I had 25 on it, but I won 50 returns. Yeah, it was paying two bucks. Very, yep. very good. I had the uh, points bet specials we spoke about. Absolute bargain. Finster mentioned it last week because I can't actually see the points bet specials at the moment, but Port Adelaide and Brisbane to combine uh, for 
40 plus points. So Port Adelaide won by 28 points on the Friday night. Uh, Brisbane only had to win by 12. They struggled at the start, but they were able to come back, win that game very, very easily. It was a lead odds at three bucks and stake 25, return 75. Good round, Pez. You're just getting all those ticks there, Pez. Nice little uh, tick, yep. tick, tick, tick. Uh, we bad. get on to the West Coast St Kilda game and the only thing that let me down here, Pez, was St Kilda and Jack Steele. It was a terrible bet for me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> no, but St Kilda should, probably should have won that game. Uh, Jack Steele was kept out of it. So no, he, I, he, I, t- I told you last week, that was a... Not a good Lost bet. the selection yet? Lost yeah. the selection. Lost the selection. Um, I, I had my cheeky in here and I had a uh, five-legger source. Uh, Gaff for 25 tick. Kelly for 20 tick. Duggan for 15 tick. Bradley Hill for 20 tick. Brad Couch for 30. No good. No good. Uh, just like my next bet, Pez, which, uh, which is very interesting because so far I've had uh, three X's and uh, I was raving about how good the round was. <laughs> so <laughs> it's very interesting there. We went head-to-head here. We did go head-to-head here and that was the only thing that let me down. Uh, we went the, you went the Western Bulldogs line, I went the Melbourne line. I had also Oliver and Jackson McRae to get uh, 20 and 25 respectively. They had that at three-quarter time, but Melbourne, unfortunately, were unable to get the, the line there, but I did escape with a $25 bonus bet. Yeah, and bonus bet for this week, which is good. Now I had my same game. I didn't have the line source. I had Bulldogs one to thirty nine, and I was a little bit, a uh, little bit afraid there at one stage when the Bulldogs were were roaring ahead. But I had McRae to get twenty and Oliver to get twenty, which were paying uh, shit all, but uh, <laughs> were able to get there just for insurance. And it was two dollars fifty together. I had the max fifty on its source, so one twenty five return. Looking good so far. Looking good so far, Pez. I continued my streak on the Saturday night of uh, crosses, but this one this one really hurt because uh, the Hawthorne hack was in play and um, Taylor Walker, he got his four goals. Laird got his 30 disposals, but Ben Keyes, uh, he fell very short um, of his 30 disposals, only getting 23. So yeah. missed that, but it was a bonus bet on my cheeky. So disappointing, but Pez, that's... Uh, Three out, three, out, three out of four weeks with the Hawthorne hack that I've put it down is going to get up. So you know where the cheeky's you know coming what, tonight. You know <laughs> what might be coming later on. I, I stayed away from that game. I was I was leaning Adelaide. I had a, a, a ripper game, a ripper round in the tipping as well. So uh, leaning Adelaide, they got that game. Hawthorne, you know, battled back in the third quarter, got the lead, and then Adelaide just uh, roared ahead. So I had no bet in that game. Next game, we're heading to Sydney versus Fremantle. I didn't have a bet either, and uh, very spewing because uh, there was some good money there on uh, Jake Lloyd. Uh, there was Pezar, and I didn't have a bet originally, but I did speak on the pod about I'm loving the Sydney disposal lines, and this is where you were in in turmoil. I mean, with all those crosses. I mean, the historians are calling it the Sunday sweep because uh, I went three for three for the rest. <laughs> Spoiler alert! Because uh, I've gone the live bet with Sydney and um, Fremantle, Dawson to get twenty, Parker to get over twenty eight and a half, and Lloyd to get over twenty five. I put down the max bet, Pez. 50 bucks and uh, $3.10, boom, one fifty five return. $3.10 max boom, bet, boom. 155 you're back in the hunt for the round and uh, you're not heading into the ocean, which is, <laughs> which is good. <laughs> which news. was definitely in view with the start, <laughs> after my Saturday and Friday. Well, the, the next game was the Geelong-Richmond game and uh, this game, you know what? It was a bit of a sweat for me, not so much for you. Nope. What, no, you what I have, I had, uh, I had the max bet, Bez. 50 on Geelong at the line, minus 15 and a half. Uh, they won by 38 and a half. It wasn't so a four. live one, so congratulations. No, no, you won one boom. before. <laughs> that was my one win, my one win for the, the Sunday. Uh, that's back to back uh, max stake bets, pairs. Uh, and just in those two bets there, there's $240 profit. Uh, return, sorry, not profit. But oh, yep. 200 return, 140 something 140 odd uh, profit. There you go. Um, my bet was a little bit uh, a little bit of a sweat sauce because I had Jaden Short for 20 and Tom Stewart for 20, which is absolute money it was last week. Uh, very, very easy. Jaden Short had nine disposals in the first quarter. Shit. They both had 25 plus. Uh, I had Geelong 1 to 39 and it was not looking good at all uh, with Richmond only scoring a couple of goals. And then uh, 
Jack Rewalt marking on the boundary at the end after the siren. He had to kick it for me to get the bet up. He kicked it, 150 return at the $3 odds at the max bet, and uh, I'm laughing. You are laughing, Pez, and uh, I was laughing in the next game, and I actually sent you a message beforehand. I said, Pez, I'm two for two on the Sunday. Yeah. You've got to go the sweep. Do I risk it? And then you're like, oh, go for it. Go hard or go home, and that's what I did. I put 50 on the nose for a three-league same-game multi. We spoke on the about, underdog, by the way. We spoke GWS being the team that we didn't think we were going to win. Uh, we thought we were going to win, and we thought it was ridiculous that they were placed as the outsiders. I basically put them on to win on their own. And I just put a couple of the 20-plus 20, um, 20 possession winners to the favourites, $1.10 and $1.11, to, to get my odds up to 260, uh, 262. Uh, put the max bet on that, Pez, Perfect. and saluted. You little ripper, $131.25 uh, returned. And I was on Twitter at the, at the same time, Source, as you were messaging me. And you already want had, me to have all the fun? <laughs> I already had my $25 on Cherry Burst to win at $2.20. which so you're breaking the rules. I went it to two thirty, and you know what? I said, I'm not letting Source have all the fun here. I'm, I'm chucking a live bet on as well. And Josh Kelly looked value against Tim Taranto, especially because uh, Toby Green was out and Tim Taranto was looking to play more more in the forward line. And uh, it was a little bit of a sweat in the first three quarters, but uh, Kelly just went off in the fourth quarter. Easy win in the end at $1.90. So uh, I staked a 50 in that game. Return both bets. Uh, happy, happy days. Happy, happy days, Pez. And, uh, and the multi for the round, it's disappointing to end on the multi, but uh, the only team that let me down were the Saints. I had Port Saints and Geelong all head-to-head, and that was a I loss. I told you you lost that before yeah, you made well, the bet. I had faith. I had faith in the Saners, and uh, yeah, that's disappointing. That's no good. Um, I had my multi. Oh, I won. I had a max fifty. I won. Uh, Port Adelaide, uh, Brisbane, nice. and and Sydney. So the three up there, two dollar fourteen odds. Uh, one. So for the round source. I uh, staked three hundred and ten dollars, which broke the rules a little bit. Uh, but a few max, <laughs> just, just a little bit, a few max bets out there. Returned six hundred and seventy-six dollars and fifty cents for an ROI of one hundred and eighteen point two two percent. We like that. We love that. So we take it for the total. Staked three thousand seven hundred and forty-five dollars uh, for the year. Returned four thousand two hundred and seventy-nine dollars and five cents. ROI of 14.26%. I'm trying to come for you, Sauce. You, you, you definitely came <laughs> for me. You overtook me a little bit, but lucky I'd already reserved that on the uh, the island out there, Pez. Uh, just looking at the Rugby Sevens, that's oh. a nice little try there, the we're women's. The, we're at the Fiji against Australia. Yes, betting against Australia. Fiji plus nine and a half because it was a good line. Great Fiji's line. got a try if, in a couple if, of minutes. If you want, the, the odds are definitely going to change going forward in this tournament, but jump on Fiji. They've been totally underrated by sports bet. Uh, jump all over them. But speaking of jump all over pairs, hopefully if you jumped over my live bets on the Sunday, you would be laughing because I definitely was stoked. 250 for the week, pairs. Return 431.25, an ROI of 72.5%. You say. That round, that. that's all on the uh, the Sunday, basically. That's what's and, re- and before you keep going with that round, uh, you were telling me on the Sunday after you won a couple of live bets <laughs> and you're pretty happy. Uh, I'll let you sleep in my lobby, but uh, if I remember, I'm 14.26 percent. Looking forward to see what you are. Yeah, uh, <laughs> right. Stakes for the round, for the year: three thousand three hundred and fifty dollars. Return three thousand seven hundred and ninety-two dollars and four cents. Pairs. Just behind you, um, uh, 13.19%. Just behind you, Pez. Uh, but you know what, Pez? I, I just got to call the security guard. I don't know if I want you no, in no, my no, lobby. No, no, Pez, Pez I, I said that you could sleep in my lobby because I, I said to you, you can have the other side of the, the island. All right, I've already got this island already booked out. My plans, because you refused to put the, the, the building emoji <laughs> up last week when I was over 10%. You have the army helmet. And Pez, which, which I didn't understand for a start, 
It sounded like you were coming for a sneak attack, but Pez, the emoji this no, week. Now you've got to look at it. You've done well. We've you've both done got, well. We've both got the hotel. Two hotels, which is which is really good because we've skipped the houses in Monopoly. We've gone oh. straight to hotels. I've got the whiskey on the rocks there, and you've got the you've got the beer with the bit of froth. That looks like a VB, mate. So it's the very best, <laughs> uh, the very best emoji that you can do, and I think that actually trumps the 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 scotch. Well, you're a level below me, so. We're, we're different matter. sides of the island. Pits. No, we aren't different. I go up to my top floor. I can see you still. Look, it's uh, behind the Boundary Hotel <laughs> on the island there. Oh, we got um, stakes in both, do we? I like that. <laughs> we're, we're there ready to ripper. go. But uh, I aimed for 20%. I, I aimed high, Sauce, because uh, usually if you win 10% of your bets throughout a season, you make a lot of money. So uh, I've, I've aimed for 20%, which is a big aim. And, and it's I, been I've, quite a turnaround with you with a couple of weeks I've too. Because you went up, you went Look, down, and you back up. I was up at 33% uh, earlier, went down to about 2%. I'm back up to 14 so ready to go for the rest of the season, Source. But be interesting. Hopefully we both finish in the hotel and we're not freezing cold out on the island. No, no, the hotel's built, Pez. <laughs> we're not getting out of it. Not getting out of it's it. It's not getting knocked down. Only thing we're going to do is add more you know floors, the, um, add some amusements, add a pool. You know what? A, a big loss, a, a donut this round for <laughs> yeah, both of us. Yeah, we're done. A big tsunami emoji <laughs> comes through and uh, takes everything down. Boom, Fiji just score again, Pez. We are on here. We it's are un- on. Unbelievable that Australia... Four bucks odds tw- they were. Australia $1.25. 0.14 at the moment. Fiji, four bucks. Unbelievable. Speaking of odds, Pez, we, we do need to get into our bet slip intro. The fact that the size of the bets was relatively small. Our bets with an opportunity about 50 metres out. I was with a mate and um, we were getting getting sort of ready to leave and he, he said, um, I think I'm going to whack 10 on, on Maxi. Do you want do you want some as well? And I, I said... Well, Sauce, not a normal bet slip this week because you have a look at the odds. Have a look at the odds. You've been, we've been looking at them together. We've been having a look and uh, there are a lot of short games, Sauce, not a lot of value in. And when you're a punter, you don't want to just punt just because, you know, just for the sake of it, just for the podcast. You only want to punt when there's value in there, Sauce. You want to keep our percentage up there. I've got a couple of bets already. For the week, so I don't know how you want to run this source. Do we do we go through the the bets we've got without going through the games? We, we you know what you've you've shaken your head there. We're probably not going to do it. Um, we'll, we'll put them out live on Twitter. What we'll do is we'll put them out live on Twitter. We've, we've both got bets tonight in tonight's game. At behind the bound, already posted on Twitter. So we'll talk about that one, and then for the rest of the week, we'll go through our coin toss. So we'll talk about the odds, so everyone can hear the odds. We won't talk about where we're leaning. We'll just do the um, we'll just what we'll just do the. Just do the coin toss, yep. you go your, your line, and then on Twitter this week is going to be very active on Behind the Bound because we're throwing out live bets uh, left, right, and center, which means we've got uh, a lot of disposal. We've got every market out mm-hmm. in, in that case as well. So so we'll go from there. So tonight's game source, uh, we've got St. Kilda uh, versus Carlton. We, we said about the big ins and outs before, and we had the live news of Paddy Ryder not playing, which is uh, absolutely horrible. But Hunter Clark, Jack Higgins, Tom Highmore, Roel Marshall come in. Claverino, Caulfield, Ryder now and Sinclair out injured. Uh, who comes in for Carlton? Charlie Kerno for his first game in a long time. Josh Honey, Harry McKay, who's a big in as well. Lockie O'Brien. Eddie Betts goes out injured. Cottrell has been omitted. Petrescu Seaton omitted after his poor performance. And Zach Williams injured source. So there it is. Uh, you've got the odds and, and things like that as well for the... 
we, we do the Saints are playing Carlton as he said a dollar fifty three for the Saints they've now gone out from a dollar forty they started with the news of Paddy Ryder two fifty two the outsiders in the Blues the line has gone down from thirteen and a half it's now eleven and a half and the total over under is one sixty two and a half pairs yeah I'm really spewing in this because I put it on. Uh, no late news. We put it on a couple of hours ago. But I've got a same-game multi on Tab because Tab have the, have the special this week source uh, with uh, three games for the weekend, and they've got this game as well. So I've got three legs. St Kilda minus 13.5, which uh, no Paddy Ryder. That would have been done pretty easily, but Paddy Ryder out. It's, it's a little bit of a coin toss, different story. I put two easy disposals in there. Brad Crouch to get 20 disposals and Adam Saad to get 15 from the back line in, in Carlton. So 235 odds. Uh, staked the max 50, $117.50 return. So we've got to hope for that uh, and hope that St Kilda can do something without Paddy Ryder. Yeah, without Paddy Ryder, it sort of leans in my favour if they still can get the chocolates done because I originally was going to go the line at 13 and a half and, and I've gone with St Kilda 1 to 39, a part of a three or four leg same game multi. Jack Steele over 27 and a half, Brad Hill to get 20 and Matthew Kennedy who should see some minutes in the midfield uh, to get 20. They've put 25 on that one, pairs massive odds of $7.75 um, but I am confident in the disposal That's legs. That's huge odds. But the, the St Kilda 1-39 now sort of uh, ma- makes me sweat a little bit because Paddy Ryder, as we've spoken many times out throughout the podcast uh, history of the show, he is pivotal to um, St Kilda's success. Yeah, most important player at 32, 33 years of age there. So uh, we go from there. And uh, unfortunately, Sauce, uh, we're not talking about any other game, but it is on Twitter, at Behind the Bound. So make sure, sign up for Twitter if you have to, at Behind the Bound. We'll throw all our bets out there. Uh, and our bet slip will come at the end of the round with uh, our ROI and, um, of course, uh, increase that percentage and increase the levels on the hotel. Yeah, we will get on to our coin toss, Pez, so we can go through our line bets and keep that alive. But other than that, go to our Twitter to make sure you can see our live bets. And uh, hopefully the odds improve and we get some insight into some of the disposals because we don't want to bet for the sake of Pez. Um, we don't I'm, want not, to I'm not throwing a bet out there if I don't believe in it. Yeah, and that's exactly right, Pez. All right, so let's get into our coin toss. It was a toss of the coin. That fight wins the toss. Yes, it's been an unusual uh, year for joint tosses. Strikes a beautiful Jeez, Pez is up and about considering the Paddy Ryder news. We get into the first oh. line, Pez, as mentioned, minus 11.5, Saints or Carlton. Uh, yeah, well, before we do that, we just last week have to mention it. Um, you had seven out of nine, Sauce, really good round. Piss off, Pez. Just tell <laughs> me. To, uh, right, right, go, go for it. No, I had eight out of nine. Yeah, uh, missed out on the Carlton versus North <laughs> You're Melbourne. only up and about. Like, the other weeks you don't even want to mention it, but you, you get one back on me. I'm, what am I, 10 clear of you? Yeah, I've had one back on you in the in the first few. I don't know how many clear you are. I think I'm we worked even, it. I think I was five no clear. Time, no time to even no look time. at it. All right, let's get into it. So uh, we've said the line, Carlton or St. Kilda, 11 and a half. 11 and a half. I'll go the Saints. Yeah, I'll go the Saints as well. The Doggies versus the Crows, minus 38 and a half in favour of the Dogs. Oh, Dogs. Yeah, I'm going the dogs too. North Melbourne, Geelong, minus 36.5 in favour of the Cats. Uh, Pussycats. I'm going to go with North Melbourne in this one, 36.5. Oh, against your own team. Gold Coast, Melbourne, minus 24.5 in favour of the Ds. Uh, Melbourne. I'm going to go Melbourne as well. West Coast, Collingwood, minus 7.5 in favour of the Eagles. Eagles. Eagles for me as well. Collingwood don't want to win. Essendon, Sydney, minus 18.5 in favour of the Swans. The Swans. Swans are easy in that one. Hawthorne, Brisbane, plus 30.5 in favour of the Hawks. Oh, new new coach. What's going on? Brisbane. Nah, Brisbane win that. Brisbane win that a pretty easy. GWS versus Port Adelaide minus twelve and a half in favour of the power. 
Oh, Jedi West in the eight, so it's very, very dangerous. I'm going to go Port Adelaide, though. I'm going to go. I'm going to go uh, GWS in that one, Pez. Go head to head. And the last game of the round: Fremantle versus Richmond, minus nine and a half in favour of the Tigs. Yeah, if it was a little bit higher, then you know, no Nat, no Nat Fife with the shoulder surgery, so I have to go the Tigers. Yeah, if that was a little bit higher, you'd be tempted with uh, Frio, but I'm going to go with the Tigs as well. It's a Tigers for me. There we go. There that ends that two. Two of us head to head. I'm down by four now in that. So if I win both of them, uh, we're back in business. Here we go. I could be four up uh, by the end of the round. We'll bit. see what happens. We've got to watch uh, St. Kilda versus Carlton here we and uh, get our bets out for tomorrow as well. Uh, Fiji up 14-5. So Australia scored a try at the end of the first half there in the Olympics. Did not convert though. Did not convert. So nine up and we got Fiji, what, plus nine and a half. So add that to the ROI and add another level in the hotel. That's not how it works, Pez. Uh, on, on Pez, uh, Good best of luck in your punting. Make sure at Behind the Bound on Twitter. Peace out. I'm still sauce. We'll catch up next time, guys. Now you're-